hip, and lots of lift. The ticket covers the spread this season. On Cowboys Game Day, it's TC and Jake. Sports Radio 1310, KTCK Dallas Fort Coming to you folks on a dark day for the Cowboys franchise. <laughs> dark day for the Entourage franchise, the Cowboys franchise. Is it really that dark of a day for the fan? The fan of like the for Cowboys? The fans? Like, does anybody really give a shit? Like, <clears throat> at this point, it's kind of how I feel about the country, right? And we, we spent uh, five and a half, six years laying this out there. Say what you will about him, Donald Trump would never. <laughs> no, so well, he'd never get caught. Well, he would never let her bring him down. <laughs> that's that's the only true, but he would definitely get caught. He would never let her bring him down. And I mean, if it were Jerry, it's not bringing him down. Like, it's, you know, the lesson here is don't be the lackey of a powerful person. Be a powerful person. I definitely want to get into all this, but I just realized I don't have your Wi-Fi on my new computer. It's not a new computer. You want me to... Yeah, just give it to me. Uh, it? Let me see if I can hot. You know it. It's been the same password for forever. Uh, we'll just hotspot for now. What if I spell it? Because I'm happy to tell you the uh, network name is Cosmic Gumbo. That's what I was looking for there. Just mouth it to me. And then the only only the people who pay for it. <laughs> you know what it is. Same. It might be safe. It's safe. Yeah. So I didn't want to, I have it, I'm in this weird spot of where I don't know if I want to uh, plug in my last backup that I did or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like whatever was on that, in part, fucked my computer into That's oblivion. That's always the concern. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well, most of my shit is in the cloud anyways. There were very few documents on there that I actually needed. I was able to re-download Audition because I finally broke and paid for it like a sucker. Oh, don't do that. Well, uh... So what like, I do, get your company to pay for it. There you go. It seems like, I mean, it's like uh, I would need to work for like a media company to have some sort of paid for access to it. When, when do you want to do that? When are you going to start doing that? I'm looking into it. Uh, so, yeah, basically I'm working bare bones now and I kind of like it. Yeah, that's, that's how I, feel I like go. I just, just started over. Every every new computer, I don't want to be looking at like what was the point of buying this computer if it's just going to look like the old one? Yeah. So I I love uh, going in and starting fresh because you're right. You know you got like a couple folders you need to move in there of like the audio. You, you know the show opens and shit like that. Um, but at this point, all those are just in the Dropbox. Yeah. Like I can move them into the permanent. You know, just to have them. And I've almost fully switched to either Google Doc. Or to, uh, if I do use Word, it's in the cloud. Anyways, my scintillating analogy. When are you writing fucking stuff on Microsoft Word, you loser? So I gotta write my documents. <laughs> and so I have a weird thing where I like to take notes for the podcast uh, in Word and for the show in Google. Okay. I somehow like to, like when I go to Google Docs, I like it to only be run sheets and stuff for the hang zone. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, hear, I just, I, don't know I like why. the notes app. I, you know, just yeah, it's on your phone so you can quickly, and it syncs across. The notes I app. I mean, I would assume that note or Word, do you have Word on your phone? I don't. I've never looked at Microsoft on the phone. Well, then what do you do? Like, how do you, what if you're on the go? What if you have notes on the go? Uh, email them to myself if it's for IJB. If it's for, I have the Google Doc thing on my phone. Yeah, but it, yeah, I would yeah. just, you know, use the Notes app. It's going to cut down. Anyways, my point is, much like America, if yeah. I realize that we're never winning a championship again, I just want it to be as fucked as possible. And that's how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys. If we're yeah. never going to get the, the real win, then lo and behold, two days after the Super Bowl is over, Let's have everybody talking about something really shitty and shady. And it's not even our head coach going on a radio show and being like, oh, no, I think uh, I think it was uh, kind of fucked up what my boss said. Uh, <laughs> but he was going to hire somebody else, you know, football. Like, I love it. This is actually good. I love this. I, I didn't, you know, I'm sure you listened to the whole thing. I, I saw the, the 90 seconds that they put on the Internet. Um but just uh, him, like, kind of spinning it as a story of personal growth. 
Right, yeah, that he's like, look, 10 years ago, I would have told Dan no, Quinn to get, get older, fucked. You can get older, you get a lot of experience, <laughs> and you realize it's okay if they're coming for your job. Yeah. Like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I love it. I think that's actually a real thing. <laughs> I, I, I have no doubt he's being extremely honest. What other possibility could there be? You oh. know what I mean? Like, Uh-oh. you don't say it as like a damage control kind of thing, you know? Like... The mic fell off. Oh. We're really having trouble here. Jesus Christ. Is he bare all over this one? No, you are. Me? Uh, no, 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 no. The other way with that. Yeah, but it's not far enough in there to and then to ratchet down. I'll just hold it. It's fine. That's the super comfortable <laughs> thing to be doing. No, no, no. Give it over here. And this is from a man who just put a trampoline together. You guys want to See, come I up? just, I don't think that that one. Yeah, it's too tight. I mean, I don't think it ever does. How about I just hold like, it? Like, I don't think that's what it's supposed to do. It's fine. Oh, I know. No, wait, you're right. Yeah. This gotta, one does a little bit. You're going to need a, uh, a tool of sorts. I don't want a tool. You're really just going to, we're just going to do this right now? You're going to have to rele- un- loosen the ones on the side. It's pinned in there. Yeah, yeah. To do that. Don't worry about it. You, you are, you're literally just going to hold it? Yeah. Why not? Because there's better options. Yeah, but then we'd have to you'd take a bunch of time to do it. Okay. I okay. think that if we wanted to make the whole show about Rich Dalrymple, we could, because it's yeah, yeah, it's a that. pretty, it's a pretty great story. I, I wanted to, I just, I, I had a busy day. I couldn't. Uh, I, I think I will go back and listen. I assume you guys had a lot of coverage. We did. Um, we kind of saved it for later in the show. It's a weird thing, as far as uh, you know, especially if you're doing a show like for when it's late breaking. Somewhat, yeah. I mean, it came out like at eleven. Mm-hmm. If it's somewhat more mass appeal than what we're doing here, I remember thinking this about the uh, the pants DJ story. Like okay. I remember thinking then, like, okay, I'm really interested in this. This is fucking hilarious to me. But past the hilarious parts of it, you know, guys watching porn at work, classic. A condom falling out of your the bottom of your pants. A lot of questions. <laughs> That's a whole segment <laughs> so to <many>. me. <laughs> so many. But beyond that, like I almost feel like it's a bit of, of media masturbatory practice to think that like the average Maverick fan really cared about that story. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but like unless you're the hardcore, like literal the you actually I, I mean I hear the word woke and identify yourself as that, that person on Twitter, you know. Brooklyn dad for Mavs. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know how much you really gave a shit about that story. I think that like, we knew the fucking person who outed him. You enough know? <laughs> about the Mavs to uh, fucking uh, watch you like uh, listen to a sports talk station. Then like you, you do care about details. You think, I mean, even if there are details that have nothing to do with like, oh. like the, the average per like you're right of like, you know, person who's disinterested, but like watches some of the games. Um, but like they're just they're not listening to sports talk, and I just think it's and you may be right. The the rich details are the rich details, you know. Like you, you got to go over. Like they're they're great, and that's why I try to do with. I did with, forget that Melissa was the one that outed them. I think that's you probably. Did she ever actually? I thought that she did. I think she may. How have. would we know it if she does? If she didn't, I don't have like inside info into any. Well, part yeah. Of I that. mean, I knew when the story came out that it was her. But I'm gonna I, Google. I, I think she did later do an interview where she yeah. she uh, unmasked, as That's they say in the world of government. How I know? Yeah, I think like, you're I, right. don't, I don't think that I learned another way. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The headline: My story. Melissa Weishaupt goes on the record about maps. So I just want to make sure the people at home know what just happened. There is that it was proof that I'm a G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got a lot of inside info. I can't share it all. You know, because <laughs> I never told. In fact, I was gonna try to text you guys this today. Uh, but it got too messy. I will tell you later uh, what I was going to text. But someone told me about this story like three weeks ago when he retired. Ooh, but the that's o- fun. Honest truth is, there's so much shit with the Cowboys that I had forgotten about it. I had forgotten. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I guess. I mean, like, when he retired, I, it was like, boy, I'm sure something is going on. I hope that I one day get to learn what it is. I guess I'm so dumb that I just thought, you know, I saw the guy uh, recently, six, eight months ago at camp, and he looked, he didn't look old by any means. He's take, he looks younger, actually. Mm-hmm. But you did get a sense of like, you know, we have a lot of good surgeons here. Like, how long, for sure. But I just also got the sense of like, how much, like, how long does this guy really want to do this? 
Like, this is a hard job. It, it does appear the answer was longer than, than what he got to do. And I guess you're right about that. But I was able to sell it to myself as, like, he views this version of the Cowboys as, like, this is a different, you know? Like, it's not his guy. Because Garrett, and he, he was friends with Garrett. Yeah. I, like, he's not friends with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. So, like, I just, in my mind, was like, ah, this is a new group of players. He knows Jerry doesn't have that much longer. I didn't even really, but then again, I also didn't know about this story until after he quit. <laughs> if I had known beforehand, maybe I would have thought differently. But uh, yeah, I th- I think that his probably natural order of things is he is younger than Jerry. I would have just gone until Jerry goes. Like as long as it's him and the big man who obviously like uh, had his full back. Like, could you imagine? And like. It's the court filing, right? That that's how the the Charlotte thing comes up. It's yeah. not like like the, and I mean I that would have never know. come out. Part two never comes out without part one. Yeah, a hundred percent. But he is on video taking an upskirt photo of Jerry's daughter. Debatable was, to me. A, on was, if that's, did you see it? Yeah, but I can't really tell. Like from that, I mean, look, is it like out there? Uh, okay, then yeah, I, I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying you had seen one that was incontrovertible incontro- evidence. The one I've seen, I don't think is right. It's definitely from the same draft, but people are like, this is it, I'm zoomed in, and I don't think it's that. But you're right. It you is said it vid- was when they were celebrating the Byron Jones pick. Yeah. People have tried to find video from round one of 2015 and put it back. I think the Cowboys scrubbed it. And whoever this fucking guy in Shreveport I did a cursory is, look, and it, it appeared that they had scrubbed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to your point, like how deep you got to be to yeah. be able to do that. And <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, uh, slap on the wrist. We'll, you know, we, we just don't have anything firm on him. We, we're going to have to let him walk. You know, like he, he's going to have to continue, uh, doing everything. And, you know, we told him we really thought about firing you in my mind, but like we're not the way this played out is that Jerry, which is great management. That, yeah, like that Jerry even... We hate having you here, but I guess keep coming. Well, see, th- the way I've kind of thought it through to myself is that Jerry actually, uh, he didn't put this in text or email, but like they met one night and he's like, look, Rich, I don't even want to write you up. <laughs> yeah. They're making me do this. Yeah. There's this whole HR thing now. Like they're not, they, they're making me at least write you up. If it were up to me, yes. I know you took a photo possibly of my daughter's vagina, but uh, I understand the power that you wield. And in light of that power, uh, I'm pushing back on this, but this is the best deal I can get you. They're going to have to put this in your file. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but they did fucking burn him. Uh, somebody did, but I very seriously doubt that it was anybody related to the family. This is like some- No, I just mean that they fired him. Well, no, I don't think that's how this happens. Well, how this happens is they got wind a month ago or three the ESPN weeks ago. story says that they contacted the law firm, like representing what that was like defending the Cowboys against the allegations by the cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and that the next day Dalrymple announced to the morning news with no team announcement that he was retired. That ESPN contacted that firm. Yeah, ESPN right, talked to right. the firm next day. Dalrymple's out. Right, but I'm saying, uh, and that's because someone told Dalrymple, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but somebody told ESP if nobody had ever told ESPN, yeah, yeah, they were yeah, never yeah. going. They were not going to fire him just over behavior. Slash, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, Jerry fucking leaking to ESPN or anyone. Like it's it's got to be one of the people who signed the NDA, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. like they were going. Like you know, uh, how long can Me Too exist before they're like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, and that's the thing too, man. Is that I, I don't you remember much like, like what are you gonna do? Are you gonna prove it's bit like you're gonna prove like no way. Yeah, in the exact same way that Rich Dalrymple can take a fucking video of uh, cheerleaders changing and then just be like, I don't have a personal phone. You can also break an NDA and just be like, it wasn't me that was the source. It's it's remarkable what it like tenuous thread NDAs are that hold our society together when you really think about it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could just not pay attention to that shit. What are you, but you're not going to go to jail. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't want to be caught, like, caught breaking one. But the great thing about anonymous sources is you don't have to be. Like, there's, you know, and it, it's not even, it's not like it has to be them. There's plenty of other people, you know, like the HR. I mean, there's no way that the HR would. Like, that's the whole fucking job of HR is shut the fuck up about stuff like this. But Pretty much. Um, you know, whatever. There's There's a lot of people more than that. And just there's four of them. How yeah. are you going to prove which one of the four was the one that broke it? Well, I think it was. It was a spouse. Yeah, it was once, interesting that they were like they included that, the four cheerleaders and three spouses. Yeah, once they included that, I was like, all right, well, either other spouse who's not making this math add up to an even number. Well, I, or, I think it probably just one of them wasn't married. Yeah, or, uh, you know, some dude saw them get trucked by Kyle Shanahan's offense and was like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not staying quiet in support of this. This was the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd never sold myself on this like this before. And this is the time when I'm, I'm that I'm makes sense to here. me. Yeah. I, 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 you know, they're a rational actor in that case, in my opinion. I do you remember back like uh, to keep tying the Mavs and Cowboys together? It's kind of like when Cuban uh, retired Kobe's jersey because he clearly thought that everyone was going to be falling. Like, hey, look, we're kind of, you know, he just said no one's ever going to wear. Right. Still weird. Uh, But do you remember like in the immediate wake of the Pants DJ and the Terdima story? Like, dude, I swear I would have lost everything on that being like a fart in the wind. Because that whole week, like, I, I don't think I was alone in this. We were all like, holy shit, man. This is just the beginning. Tip of the iceberg. Like, they're just there's guys in every organization and every major sports office and colleges everywhere just shaking in their boots. And then just, like, nothing else happened. Uh, like, Jerry Richardson. Yeah, got, what's the timing on that? I think that Jerry Richardson was pretty close after. The ownership of an NFL franchise changed. Like, don't be dismissive. I think you may be right that that was after i think and i think it was like close after by the same people like i think both of them were sports illustrated yeah. joints but i mean even that though like okay the panthers is there anybody else like and namely i thought man the cowboys have got to be in real trouble here because yes, we've all yes. if you work anywhere on the periphery of this industry we've all heard <laughs> Many stories, and that's like you don't even have to work on the periphery. You can just look at what's publicly out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and the the just look at yeah. what the Son of God told us. Holy shit! What was that guy's name? Frank Hoover. Yeah, that's right. What um, a fucking ride that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Brunics brought it up. Uh, they they did the, a podcast on it, and I was uh, I, like, it had been mentioned, but I, I thought that I might have looked into it more than say any other human on the planet. So I wanted to provide some details and uh, track tracked, tracked another account for Frank down. Uh, it was locked. I think I requested the follow. I don't think he's approved, but. Got to be really into crypto. Uh, it, the like handle was like Son of God thirty nine or something like that. Sticking with it, yeah. Thirty nine. I don't know. It was something. Well, like either that. way, like, I don't the point remember. Is just that if it's it's like uh, you want you had the numbers. It was, it was something that seemed to me like uh, you know. Or I, I was like, you know, maybe he's doing better. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and then uh, Brudick was like, hey, look at the handle. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. But yeah, I think back then we all thought, boy, the Cowboys are in trouble. But now uh, you just you look at Rich. So that fan, you know, like is the one held up in the affidavit. You know, the like just for anyone who didn't read the story, uh, Rich Dalrymple is accused of of filming for uh, Cowboys cheerleaders while they were changing in the course of uh, the four cheerleaders preparing legal action against the team. They found, you know, just their lawyers were investigating as much as they could anything against Rich Dalrymple, and they found a comment on a local Louisiana TV station's Facebook page of a guy being like, were you guys watching the draft? I'm pretty sure that dude just took a fucking upskirt shot of Charlotte. Because didn't he also comment on Charlotte's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone in there was like, obviously Charlotte's not checking her Facebook. And yeah. I'm like... 
You fucking dummies. She ought to be like someone should. You got someone standing behind you taking fucking upskirt shots. Like yeah. this is not the time to be like I'm above Facebook. Right. Yeah. I just block out the noise. Yeah. No. It's good noise. You could yeah. have found out there's a pervert trying to snake take shots of you at work. Like, yeah. Someone actually, you fucked up by not checking your Facebook. Someone actually uh, murdered my whole family. I can't. Uh, but every time I log on and people are like, we have the killer, I mute it and keep yeah. it moving, you know, because yeah. lions don't uh, concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. Just, <laughs> I'm too big for it. You know, I got off of Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's a weird deal because his, his son is a huge P1. Um, Rich? Yeah. Oh. And he's a nice guy. I've met him I'm a couple sure he times. He's, a young, he's probably 10 years younger than we are, but uh i've met him a bunch of times he was always super cool to me um you always wonder like i i I didn't ever read the article but someone described to me uh that uh one of the beastie boys that their dad was had me two accusations and his public comments was more or less like it sounds right i you know what i think that that sounds vaguely familiar now that you mentioned that um yeah that's tough you know I, i mean like it is it's it's a great response for like keeping you clean, you know, of like, yeah, I mean, you know, I had to live with it. Like fucking he telling me, you know, it's also great because it's tough to like paint you in a negative light in any way there, like you said, but it also leaves enough plausible. I don't know if it's plausible deniability, but you're not saying I saw him do it. No, no, so no. You're just kind of like keeping everybody happy. I don't know that I ever got the vibe that Rich was like creepy um any more than i would just say that like pretty much anybody you meet who's a male who has and it's a scale of how unchecked your power can be like you should just assume like i don't know i think dan's uh you know logic on this applied perfectly like he does in every one of these other cases which is that okay if this is the one you're finding out about it's not the only one right so like it's almost certainly the case that he, along with tons of other people who feel like they can get away with it, do it. Um, Which, yeah, I mean, I, like, I think that's just common for across a second, society. Do you want that? Like, if if I was given the opportunity to take that, like, I, you know, like, I knew there'd be no consequences. And let's say it's even a situation where, like, the girls are like, we're not happy about it, but it doesn't upset us. Honestly, we have no reaction. Like... I don't, I don't even know that I would like drive to the stadium. I would be willing to drive to the stadium. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want it. I don't care. It's, it's not titillating to no. me. Like, it's an extremely full cl- penetration is available for free on the internet, folks. Yeah. And I could probably find one like uh, where the lady's wearing a Cowboys. No t- doubt. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah. Now that I say that, I don't think I've ever seen that, but I could probably find it. A cheerleader in general is obviously enough. And then you can just kind of imagine it's one of the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless it's another NFC East team, and then yeah, yeah. Well, I, you are most delivering of the time, it to them. They're uh, fairly generic. That's true. Yeah, the whole rights thing. I've heard. No, the the allegations are uh, extremely aggressively classic rock pervy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you a fucking peeping locker room scene. Like I've never seen the movie Porky's, uh-huh. but I just assume that's in there. Yeah, and like that's my understanding, upskirt. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you might like? Who wants you're somebody's uncle? Yeah. He's like, hey, check. What do you got a mirror? I don't know. It's fucking not hot at all. But also, he's old. I don't know that I could drink to it if I wanted to. I'd have a better chance with nothing. I think that's right. <laughs> I would have a better chance, straight imagination. Absolutely. Close. I would rather close me, my eyes. Knowing the opinion I have of Charlotte. <laughs> which is holding her in the highest of regards and i'm saying this <laughs> yeah so you know um, that means a lot no it's i don't know it's terrible like you know just to have the you you just hate to hear any time like i hope that after this the 30th consecutive story where the people were upset that hr took so long to interview him that some hr departments are look are listening <laughs> Uh, not to us, but like to some of these tales and realizing how upsetting it is when HR takes eight days to act. I've had an HR matter and they took, I think it was like a month. 
before they uh like i you know i went and reported and like a month later they were like okay here's some questions i totally forgot about that i uh i i could tell you it did not make me feel like they were taking it more seriously no and i mean that's probably a pretty common experience right yeah it's 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 by its nature an untenable setup it just it seems like what they do is do the full investigation and probably with the idea of like we want to be able to come to that you know like come to them and have all of our ducks in a row you know of like hey we know this this and this so like just fill in these details for us but like you can do multiple interviews with them if you want to and it seems like the consistent reaction is that people feel like you're aligning things against them whenever you're doing this like you're basically trying to find reasons to be like well you know we wanted to believe you but we got all this stuff so that's how it goes and i think it ultimately worked out for them i mean i don't know whatever i don't i don't want to whether it worked out to them is the um for them to determine and them alone it's not something where like uh you know I'm i'm not trying to tell them hey you should feel good about this but I would certainly let someone photograph me naked for $400,000. And I don't think that they would have gotten the lawyers involved unless the Cowboys had done this. It didn't seem like they had a real thirst for doing so, you know, like, it, and just, if you're a Cowboys cheerleader, you like of all the organizations in the entire world, like who's taught more to like shut the fuck up and be loyal yeah. than the Cowboys cheerleaders. I don't think that anyone who rises to that job is trying to make waves. I think they're desperately trying not to make waves, but they do want to defend themselves if someone takes fucking photos of them changing. Um, and so, you know, the, by forcing them to get the lawyers involved, they then did get $400,000 each. And that sounds great. It does. I guess what you'd be worried about if you're somebody who's uh, hot enough to be a Cowboys cheerleader is that like somehow they're going to get disseminated this is going to affect your future ability to earn in some way yeah and even just the idea that like he's got some fucking freak friends that he's sending it to like not even that it gets posted on the internet but that like you know some fucking trucker the rich dalrymple knows is looking at this stuff i don't like that because that was definitely a thing with pants dj i don't remember if it was in the article or not but he was he was that might be one of your inside stories yeah, just, you know, one of those, you know, when I'm over at Ships mm-hmm. with Dale and the gang. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw some guys selling barbecue out of the parking lot at Ships. They just had a, a smoker and a truck. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. It was tight. That's actually uh, very similar to how I got my last uh, COVID test. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Smoker and a yeah. truck. And there's a guy, and I'm like, okay, well, while I'm here, <laughs> yeah. ch- chop beef. <laughs> uh yeah, the last thing I, I just wanted to say on the rich thing is like, uh, it is just an it's an interesting look at the psychology of like that guy was it that guy had to be walking around for like twenty years thinking I'm untouchable more than almost anyone in the sports world, and you typically only reserve that for the people in charge. The- <laughs> That's what's so interesting is that like he's like the most prolific fixer of all time, and yeah. just like you see in movies and shit like. That's actually a better position, typically. I mean, maybe Jerry's still there, Rich isn't, but Jerry's not involved in this, et cetera. It's just wild to think. like you, You're just not feeling like it's not uh, behaving with impunity to take a photo of your boss's daughter's skirt whenever you're on camera. I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's, you're on the sun. Like, like yeah, just dancing. <laughs> like you, like Dan's thing of you know, like uh, this can't be the first time. Obvi- like there is no way the first time. Like you have to be so comfortable and so used to any time you see the slightest bit of panties, you're grabbing your phone and doing whatever you can. Like that, it's just so ingrained that you forget that you're on camera. Right. That there's a camera trained on you, and it's your boss's daughter. That to me, like, yeah, it's just he. he it has to be an automatic response. How about which not even, implies he's done it thousands of times. Not even just the fact that that, that they're on camera. But they're at the draft. Like, don't, yes. aren't you busy? <laughs> like, like I, I'm not worried about the camera. I'm worried about that every other important person in the organization is here. Yeah, and we've got some stuff to do. <laughs> this is a busy night, you know? It's the first round. <laughs> it's on Saturday where you can 
delegate this out. Yeah, Saturday you could you could yeah, take some panty, if you panty need picture to. time. Although <laughs> yeah. there's no way Charlotte's there for that. Yeah, that's where they bring yodeling kid in. I I would Let I wouldn't make do a call. it um, any round though. I wouldn't I wouldn't either. It's wrong. Charlotte or yodeling kid. Yeah. Uh, no matter the age, even if you were legal. It's <laughs> not okay either. An older version of yodeling kid, you still wouldn't do it. It is kind of odd too, and I know this is a real downer. And I also know that Rich is like transcended the role mm-hmm. or the title that he has for sure. But like the Tyler Skaggs trial going on in Fort Worth, like right now. Yes. Like that's the PR director for the Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that it sounds weird because I don't know that like before I started working in sports or working in media rather that I had any idea what that job is. Mm-hmm. And now like the, the further I'm into it, it's kind of just like, well, whatever they tell you it is. Yeah. Like, cause the different teams are way different, even leaving rich aside. Yeah. And some of them you, you deal fentanyl. That's right. Artie Moreno told him. Pitching on Percocets, huh? Seems to be what he was like. He said he wanted to be loose for the game. Loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like four? is that is that good? I've never taken a Percocet. I've not either. Yeah, just the painkillers in general. Like I, I don't know if a Percocet's an opiate, but I assume. I just assume yeah, it's all gotta be. Percocets are opiate based in some way. Actually, and it doesn't have to be. Somebody's immediately going to tell me that's not true. That's a that's a slippery slope. Just like I, I just think it. You know, I don't know the whole thing. I know that I'm the kind of guy that likes to have a good time. I'm inclined to say yes, and like I just need to be careful. So like, if it's anything near there, I know, you know, just fucking skip tap the it. brakes, skip it. Yeah, yeah. We got to have clear demarcations. And so I don't want to find out what exactly a Percocet is, where it fits into the various families. Right. Just want to say no. Can I play this video of DJ TJ real quick? Yeah, just like playing the audio loud enough to get picked up on your mic? Yeah, because it's mainly just for the video. Okay. Yeah, and you, yeah. People can find this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did he used to do Trump hands? So that they cover... Crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers Watch. Are, you know, essentially that the truckers use, right? So <laughs> yeah. to ensure democracy, yeah. we are going to change the laws to be able to smash the truckers who are pe- Sorry, like big time hands. We're great with BLM protests. He's doing the like ass. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing gr- he's doing cr- uh, cross and great ass. Yeah, like he's Pacino. He's curving his hands on each side. Yeah, and I don't know that I've really ever seen anyone else do that. Like Trump does it a lot. He would go um, down. He would chop down the middle. Yeah, and then he would go to the top, and he would go around. Yeah, I, I, I would love both it. chop around. Like he's shaping something in front of him. And if like, I hung out with Trump as much as I mean, I assume he sees his sons at least like once every three weeks. Uh, and so if I'm around someone that much, I'd probably uh, probably pick it up. It's it's got to be infectious. Yeah, I guess especially if you really want him to love you. Which but, I've got bad news on that front, bud. Ah. Uh, Tough one. The fact you want him to means that he won't. That's the kind of guy he is. That's true. He is your dad, though. So I guess we're just going to have to keep playing this game. Um, I had a couple things. I think I teased uh, Sorbo content last time, and I I did not get it ready. We're going to have to push that another week. What? We're going to have to push that another week. (sighs) But we got the Dalrymple thing. Um, and then I had another thing. I, I don't remember if it was on the recording or not. Can I just say this? No, go ahead. This is going to be expe- especially tough for me because I've seen a lot of Sorbo stuff coming across my timeline the last You've week. You've been wondering, is this what he's talking about? And I set out all of it. I don't think it's what I'm talking about. I, I don't think, think it is can, either because it, it, it was him he, like complaining that... He said he had 30 movies ready to go. Right. But didn't have, couldn't get the financing. Right. Because of liberal Hollywood elite. That was after you had told me about it. But it also just... Made me uh, salivate for Sorbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come over here today. It's raining. Uh-huh. It's shitty. And I'm like, It'd well, be the best time for some this. Sorbo. <laughs> no, I don't even know how I'm going to... Whatever. I, I got I to gotta think about it. But I'll I'll get it... I don't want to do it tomorrow because, okay. you know, then it's whatever. Like, I want it on the big one because people are going to love this Sorbo. Um, but so... Uh, 
the other thing I think that I teased, I think I, I, I just can't remember. I know I teased it. I can't remember if it was on uh, the recording or not. But uh, I was imploring you last time to go to uh, the bar uh, Jones of Hollywood. I don't think you took me up on it either. I didn't. Which means that you did not see a picture of Vern Troyer with two women mashing their breasts against his head. You didn't include that part. It's hanging in the bathroom. I mean, it was a little, it was a little fun fact for if you did go. Well, that's why I didn't go because I didn't know that. No, I ran out of gas. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. to bed at 7 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, um, which, you know, is uh, 9 o'clock here. I know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so whatever, so whatever George and I went, um, we went, we went to Jones twice, uh, last August when we were in LA the first time, um, his good friend Kilby, who, uh, has a song uh, named after him by George. It's the second track on, uh, the Georgia EP. Okay. It's a little fun fact. Um, I assume that's what it's named after. It'd be weird if he named just something else. <laughs> Funny to meet you here. Like, uh, just, or just explaining to Kilby, like. It's totally yeah, not creepy, I, I know dude. it's your name, but like I met so we were on a cruise. <laughs> I met someone else named Kilby. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe man. next time. Um, but so uh, we went. Yeah, and he was he was bartending. So you know he's like coming over and talking to us a good amount. But like you know whatever. And then um, a couple of days later, he was off and was like you know just meet me up there. Uh, you know I, I won't have to do anything, so I can just hang out with you guys and, and have a good time. And we did. And um, I took a. I had just received some uh, some some chocolates with uh, mushrooms suspended in them. Okay. And so uh, I, I hadn't hadn't tried those before uh, in, in in that particular fashion, and I decided just just go for it. Eat, eat a disc, you know. Um, and uh, as I'm doing that, like I, you know, like I I do that. The the food I always got to time it with the food. It's very important, anyways. Um, and yeah, the food arrives, you eat the food and then, and then done with the food and you're all talking and this is whenever it's like the whole world is just waves to me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he just like drops on it, like very casually. He's just like, well, you guys know who Banksy is, right? Like not, you, you heard of the artist, but like, of course we all know the, the secret to the greatest mystery of all time, right? Not all time. I meant to say our time. Like we, you would say that that is one of the great public mysteries. Yes. It's right up there with 9-11. <laughs> I, mean, I think 9-11 is mostly settled. Whew. <laughs> okay. I, I feel good that uh, Osama bin Laden was upset that the U.S. Uh, was continuing a troop presence after the Gulf War and then was further upset that his protestation of that got him kicked out of the country. And he was trying to get revenge for that. When are we going to talk about these frozen funds? I don't know. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't think anyone does. I mean, it seems bad. No, I no. Some people have opinions, you know. What is the opinion on why this is like makes any sense at all? I mean, presumably the 9-11 families think it's great. Although I saw a thing recently that it's like only the the like, I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't want to say that there's a bad group of 9-11 families. <laughs> But like it, it see it sounds like a, a lot of them had the opportunity to kind of be like live and let live like a long time ago. Like this is all like it's the recipients of like a lawsuit and like you need to have like been contesting the lawsuit the entire time or something like that. I just saw one tweet. I don't understand. But it it sounded to me like a lot of the 9/11 families uh were were not going to get this money because they gave up. Yeah, because they were like, you know what? Whatever, dude. Like, I'm my therapist told me it would be better for me if I tried to live my life, and so that's what I'm gonna do. And if you, if that and like that to me sounds like a healthy response. And if that's the response you had, you don't get any money. That seems fucked up. Now, I'm not sure that anyone should be getting money, anyways. Like, aside from the Afghani people, but like, you know. You know how weird it would be? Afghan? Afghani? I think it's just Afghan. I think Afghan. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how weird it would be to be like uh, having to explain to somebody? Um, if you're like, uh, you meet somebody new and they don't know anything about your life or your family. Mm -hmm. You're getting to know them and you're like, oh, I can't uh, meet that night uh, because I'm meeting with my lawyer. Uh, I got It's my lawsuit yeah and they're like whoa oh, shit okay. what happened and they're Ooh, like what's... oh uh my spouse was killed in 9 11 
I like, mean, Adam Schefter hears that and says, in. <laughs> I the man I never met. But my point is just, it's very odd to think about like the gravity and the human pain and suffering of something like 9-11 and then to imagine 20 years later being like in court. Yeah. Like yeah. those are completely incongruent life operations to me. Like in court is like, well, uh, I'm suing Rich Dalrymple. And even that one's a little mm -hmm. bit weird. It's typically more like, well, uh, I think I own this oil rig. And someone else is like, no, I think I invented radio mm -hmm. or the coil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Instead, it's like, yeah, yeah, my, uh, my dad was killed in 9-11. So 20 years later, I'm still going through. Uh, Suing <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, at the top, <laughs> me v. Afghan government. Like, yeah. That's a really odd thing to still be dealing with. Yes. Really odd. But anyways. It's I, not an oil company. Like, I you know think what I mean? the, the mystery of 9-11 is mostly settled. Okay, but. that, 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 back to Banksy. Uh, but yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, it's a guy from Massive Attack and said there's like an article out there. And uh, I was not in any position to like decipher that then, but... A couple months later, it floated back into my mind. I Googled the article, and you know what? The evidence is fairly overwhelming, in my opinion. Okay, so this I think just came one out. Of the members everybody... of Massive Attack is is Banksy, and yeah, it's in like some weird magazine. But it's been look at the publish date. It's been a while. I mean, this is last August that I found out. Like it's it's much like the uh, the board ape thing, where I'm running around being like, guys, this is huge, and everyone else just totally not reacting at all, like. I, I still haven't read the entire BuzzFeed thing uh, about like the out, but I don't think that the the article outing the bored ape guys has anything about how they might be Nazis. And like, we probably should start the investigation anew now that we have their names. You know, like if you can't find anything, I mean, I don't know. The evidence is pretty slam dunk. Like, just look at the fucking logo. But uh, then there was a, a Verge article about how. Someone who owns a board ape uh, is like licensed it to uh, go on like weed weed packaging, <laughs> and like they do this whole long article published last week, and at no point in the article they're like, and some people have fairly convincing evidence that the entire project was started by neo Nazis. They're just like, no, 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 it's just a fun thing people talk about board ape. You heard about the board ape. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. On his Wikipedia page, on this gentleman, Robert Del Naha, uh -huh. it doesn't even like mention the idea that it could be him. It yeah. actually listed as, in the mid-90s, his art inspired the future Banksy. Yeah. So That's really, really well covered. The, uh, the thing, the, some of the big things, as far as the evidence goes, if you look at appearances of Banksy art... Um, it uh it just it, lays out right with their tour yeah 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 it lines up very easy. well with uh massive attack tour dates uh there is the fact that this guy whenever he was making art under his name the art looked very similar and then the thing that to me because then there is another like red herring in the article where someone was at some kind of soccer game in a booth uh, like in a, a box and ran into someone this was like you know Three years before Banksy got big, there was a guy who met, like, it was a famous person, I don't remember, you know, Phil Collins or some shit, um, that was like, you know, I ran into this guy at this booth, at this, uh, this, this box, it was like, yeah, I'm Banksy, and I'd never heard of it, and then, like, a couple of years later, like, I saw the whole thing, and I was like, holy shit, I saw the guy, he was the guy, and he has a description of him in, like, a general age range, and it, that doesn't match Del Naha at all. That's the guy's name, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's a red herring. The thing that convinced me of it is there's a picture, like there was a guy sitting in a weird van behaving sus suspiciously right before a Banksy thing went up. Like that someone saw him, photographed him, like who's this fucking weirdo in a van? And then like an hour later, the van's gone and there's a Banksy thing. And if you look at that photo, it is Del Naha. Like, so, you know, you've got all this massive attack stuff, like the, the tour dates line up and everything. We know that he draws like him. And then you you have a picture of him at somewhere where an instant or a Banksy piece appeared. So I feel like it's case closed.
that I mean, like, I guess maybe this, maybe the conversation here with and with the board ape thing is just understanding how media has to be shaped for it to enter into the media bloodstream in a way that it gets accepted. You know, like if if Del Naha had like done a fucking press conference where he's like, "I'm Banksy," then obviously we would all know that he is. But like because it's like kind of a, a smaller outlet, I guess. Like I don't even know how you and I are hearing about this any other way than the day it was published. It was a huge story. You know what I mean? Like, did, don't yeah. you think that's what should happen? But it didn't, and we got to ask why. Well, it's kind of weird to me to try to put myself back in the time where this was a because there was a time when people were actually talking about this. Sure, but I feel like that's been gone for a while. We He's not of top of mind, but it's collectively still, moved on. You said like whatever you did the uh, the the painting or the the thing that like automatically destroyed itself. He could do something in the future that was a big enough stunt that he's back on the front page. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. The board ape thing, I, I I feel like is very niche. Yeah, but it's not like board apes are niche. Like they kind of are, but like it's a big fucking thing. I'm seeing it every day. You know, like. The, we did the story two weeks ago and there's been two things that I've seen. Like, and I, I don't have any interest in the whole fucking, like I'm like, it's a power down for me whenever it gets brought up and I still can't get away from it enough that we've got people talking about it two other separate times of like stuff that, you know, it's not like I was looking for it. This stuff appeared in my feed and it's, you know, the fucking, uh, Banksy article did not, you know, it's probably because, uh, your traditional media arms are too busy uh, focusing on uh, Joe Rogan and whatever is happening with Russia and Ukraine. That's right. That's right. Do <laughs> what do you think they should do? You know, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> and I know that ninety nine percent of you feel the same. And everyone's acting like they're subscribing to Foreign Policy magazine, and, yeah, and as a take on fucking Russia and Ukraine. First of all, this shit happened a few years ago. Does not. Right? Just a few years ago? Yeah, like they just took Crimea. They're there now, right. I think. <laughs> like it just worked, but it worked. Yeah, and it's like yeah, everybody's everyone has an opinion on this and it blows my mind. And then the other thing is obviously CNN, Brian, the Brian Seltzer Orchestra or whatever <laughs> that guy's name is, uh -huh. has to fight Joe Rogan. So they have no room for Banksy or Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah, it's just that it's not like people aren't talking about Board Ape Yacht Club. They're just not mentioning that there's a site out there that appears to make a convincing case that this is the project of neo-Nazis. They're just like, eh, it doesn't concern me. That's a good point. I guess what you're saying is like there's a really good chance that the next time that you hear, let's say he does, Banksy does some sort of work that works its way back into cultural relevance again, and that's mentioned by like Trevor Noah. Yeah. He'll say who Banksy – the anonymous artist who we never yeah like he'll still just say that when like with a google search he could know who he is yeah and that's the like with the board ape thing whatever the person at buzzfeed is putting together you have to assume something that has been attacked as much as that piece has of just like people were furious that the names got public like the people who fucking have a hard on for the idea of like i don't even think all the people freaking out are people who own board apes because i think that that's probably a pretty small number of people i think that there's just you know these uh, people cosplaying as the kind of people who could one day afford board apes is like the group we're really worried about here uh, and it's insane to me how how large that group appears to be. Like, you fucking losers. No offense. Uh, but, like, uh, you know, if, if you're making a piece like that that gets attacked the way that that one did, then I think that you have an inkling that is going to be attacked the way that that one did. And you are getting a comprehensive knowledge of the whole thing. Why, it's, it's impossible for me to imagine that they're researching this piece this heavily and that it's it just totally goes unnoticed by them that these very serious allegations are out there and they just don't mention it. you know it's just like eh, whatever you know it's not our place to adjudicate whether or not the people the group with the nazi logo are nazis like that's not an interesting question to us we just learn their names yeah i mean it makes me wonder if uh if if there's the some sort of article that's similar to this Banksy article or the Board Ape article about who paid for the Al Cowling's dorm, and I just don't know about it because no one in the mainstream yeah, yeah, media, yeah. when reporting on the anonymous gift to the University of Southern yeah. California, it's out there, but 
they've not. Uh, well, I did the level of me. research into that that I have done for the Banksy and Board Ape things, and I could not find the anonymous Al Cowling stoner. Okay. So I think that they I might can, have just kept it quiet. I can't rest easy knowing that. Yeah. Hey, do you think it's weird? Uh, what do you, what's your opinion of Cooper Cup? I don't know, man. Like, you know, obviously a very impressive season, but isn't there something? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like him. He, well, I just, I don't like him. And like, it makes me uncomfortable. Obviously, he's good, but I no, think that there's no way he's the best receiver. I, I kind of think that there's like, I don't know, five receivers in football that are like definitely better than him, at least. I don't know if there's five better, but I know that uh, he makes me uncomfortable. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he uses the phrase love on each other. Oh, I, I sort of like that. Dead giveaway. What do you mean? For a guy I don't want to be around. Typically, it means religious. And I'm not I think that saying that sense. I can't have any religious friends. Well, you got me. <sighs> oh, yeah. We're, we're, we were, I was wondering whether or not I should bring up to you that your baptism may have been faked. Because somebody got one word wrong and what, what you do now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, my child's was, like, expressly faked from the start. What do you mean? Like, we, we you know my you little like, deal. Okay, yeah. It was in a, it was in All a, for show. a gym with an right. atom painted on the wall. Right. <laughs> the atom. That's right. But, yeah, I, I do think of you anytime I see My any... parents go to a priest who is no longer accepted. He's not in good standing with the Catholic faith. That's so Not much... for the reasons that you're yeah. thinking. I, well, I would have thought that. <laughs> He's if, a good uh, guy. If I didn't remember you telling me that and thinking, like, it's so much more badass to have a rogue priest. <laughs> it is pretty badass. Like a fuck the man priest. <laughs> yeah. No, they're a grown man, like the government. My teachings have been <laughs> banned. Right. I like that. But it's just, I don't know. When I saw that story, I thought uh, just of how how silly your fake Catholicism. I'm pretty sure I'm getting into heaven. We'll see. Isn't it funny? Like uh, I was confirmed. Well, that sounds like it's good to go. Yeah. You sure they got the words all right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's funny that guy. I had got to, a video. You that want guy it? had to like issue an apology. <laughs> yeah, you fucking put my kid in hell. Yeah, you're, you're giving me an apology. Sorry. Uh, it is funny to think about, like, for a portion of my life, what a significant amount of brain space I dedicated to whether or not I was going to hell. Mm -hmm. What do you think now? I don't think about it ever, and I haven't since you just said something. Hmm. Did you see this uh, tweet that Fox Baseball put out about the raised salary? No. Uh, it says uh, Tampa Bay Rays entire payroll for the last four years on the left side. Uh, Wander Franco's twelve-year extension contract extension. Anything about that uh, that graphic they decided to go with there? Jump out at you? I mean, it's nine eleven. <laughs> it's, it's it's two planes flying into the twin towers. How does it's that make it through? More explicitly that than the uh, Saudi Arabian embassy tweeting at Canada that they were going to do it to the CN Tower. You remember that one? I don't. I, it wasn't actually the embassy. It was some kind of like semi-quasi-government group. Canada said something about Saudi Arabia that was not approving, and they sent them a picture of a, like they sent a tweet that was like a plane photoshopped going into the CN Tower and was like, Watch out, bud. Keep talking. That is in like this was on social media. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that you saw it. We yeah, talked yeah. About it I at mean, the I think. How about this one? Megan saw that driving Holy around Dallas. Fuck, that is beautiful. It's a it's a Jeep wheel cover. It's the New York Giants logo, but the uh, the end of the N keeps going up, and the beginning of the Y is going up. So it makes the Twin Towers with the Giants shit, logo. Man. And then under the Giants logo, it says, never forget 9-11. <laughs> uh, I was just driving around Dallas. That's magical. That's a bet payoff. It really is. <laughs> but it was just how that guy legitimately felt. No, I just when I heard Cooper Cup in a post game interview say, "Yeah, we just we're, we're a bunch of guys who we enjoy each other, we love on each other." I just love on those guys. I thought, oh God, we get love away on those guys. from me. 
What Fucking are, small group offensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always love how it's presented as he was like some giant long shot when his dad and grandpa both played in the NFL. Yeah. They I never mentioned that. No, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, anytime you're from a small town, which he was. And he went to Eastern Washington. I get it, but it's not impossible. Like, because <laughs> his dad and grandpa did it. You have the feeling that if, uh, whatever, I don't know. I don't want to say that. Anyways, um, so I got uh, two quick things. How, how much time do we got here? Not much. Okay. Two quick things. One, uh, last night, I didn't finish it. I got like 20 minutes left, but I watched the documentary Life of Crime. Have you heard about the documentary Life of Crime? Nope. I would like to do some research and find out, but I don't want to do it until I'm done watching the things. I don't want spoilies, of course. Um, but I, it appears to just be a guy who his friends, like he wasn't participating, but uh, was clearly familiar enough with them that they were letting him into their whole thing. Um, and he's just carrying around a camera from 1984 until 2020, hanging out with the same like three or four uh, like Newark heroin addicts. They made it that long, huh? I I don't know. One of the those are some like, fucking. I want to see the rest of the documentary because I'm in like 2000 right now, and one of them's got AIDS, so I don't know how he makes it 20 years. I don't know if he does. Well, I mean, look, if you do heroin for 36 years. I mean, most of the thirty-six years they're in jail. That's well, still you're well. Yeah, that's right. You can't fix there. Lot that's well, true. you can. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that was dumb. I don't know why. Uh, but you know, it's whatever. Less. I I don't fucking know. Okay. Um, but like a lot of most of the documentary is like filming them going into and out of jail. <laughs> but uh, is yeah, it HBO? Yeah, yeah, it's on I'm HBO, interested. and just watching the like. They're really getting a high off of the transgression of stealing in the first 15, 20 minutes. And because it's capturing 36 years in two hours, the life kicks the shit out of them really fast. Like they are just so excited to be breaking the law at first and very quickly are resigned to the fact that they can do nothing but break the law and they're less excited about it. It's uh, it's an yeah, eye-opening look. Yeah, once it's not like once it's absolute necessity, that's yeah. not fun anymore. Yeah, no, they're they're having a great time choosing their you know like this is the life I want. This is good for me. I'll you know I'll defend it to other people. Of like this is you know this is how to make the money, brother. No problems. And then yeah, just thirty years of jail later, they're like oh, there were some problems. Have you ever seen Hookers at the Point? No, that sounds great. That's a famous one from uh, HBO past, and I, I've never actually watched the whole thing, but it's, uh, I, I bet you it's on HBO. There's an Action Bronson song about it. Oh, nice. But it's like one of the first, I don't know, really candid documentaries. It's about Hunts Point in the Bronx. Okay. And it just follows hookers around. And then the final thing I had was uh, I wanted to tell you a brief anecdote. I was shopping for a Valentine's gift, and... Um, Megan had, uh, Daniel's uh, boss had bought him, like, as a gift, a, uh, a kind of tequila that uh, he shared with Megan, and they both agreed this was the smoothest tequila they'd ever tasted. Okay. And uh, they, were, they were really enthusiastic about this tequila, and, um, you know, Valentine's Day was coming up, and I looked it up. I'm like, man, that's pricey, but I do need to save this marriage, so <laughs> let's throw some money after little- it fire water um and uh you know went went to uh total wine and more to uh to buy it and uh they it was the kind of one where like it's behind the thing you got to go get a guy to unlock the thing and he's gonna carry it to the front for you and he puts it down and there was a guy in front of me uh cool looking guy got a denim jacket well manicured sideburns Someone who I knew that I wanted to impress. Okay. And uh, they, the, the the worker, you know, puts down the the tequila, and the guy looks at it and goes, "Is that uh, is that tequila?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "What what kind is that?" And I'm like, uh, panicking because 
I don't know. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, like, I know the name, but I don't know how to pronounce the name. Like, I don't have any fucking clue. And I know that if he has any questions after this, it's just, I'm just going to. You won't be impressed with you. Well, you know, I mean, I, right. I went to rehab as blown it. a 14-year-old. I just kind of feel like <laughs> drinking after that. It's just safer not to. It's, but I got a wife. She, whatever. Now, I'm chill, bro. I smoke hella trees. Hella trees. You know me, like, and I was just telling this story to my buddy about meeting this guy who has a song named after him on mushrooms you know me man i am a fun guy down shit don't drink no you don't want to tell any of that to someone that you met in line (laughs) in a a store um but anyway he's he's like oh so what's it called i'm like uh maestro doble and he's like it's double this motherfucker knew the name of the thing the entire time. The first two questions were a trap to figure out if I was sophisticated enough to know the name, how to pronounce the name of the fucking tequila I was buying. Yep, this is a, uh, did you come all this way to eat McDonald's? Dude, what, what is he doing It's the same me? sort of shit, man. That's exactly what it is. It's a fucking purity test for cool guy. Who gets off on the, hey, oh, is that tequila? Do you want me to tell you who? I was sus when you said denim jacket that's who yeah yeah that's yeah. who fuck yeah. that man they should have chucked that guy out of there well i mean Banned if you're from the cool store. enough to be in the park lane total wine and more i guess you're cool enough to pull these games what the fuck do you think you're doing dude yeah that's ridiculous i hate people like that man we're not at a cocktail bar we're next to the best buy I think I used to do stuff like that to people about like Blink-182 facts. Well, that just makes sense. Like that I already knew the answer to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is this, the, have they, is this the only drummer they've ever had? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to go with. <laughs> this is your first drummer, huh? <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.